0: Episode number eight. We're here at Deerland HQ tonight. I'm your host, Mike Bully, and in the studio tonight we have the one and only Tyler sellins How are you, Tyler? Doing well, Mike. And sitting next to him we have Mr. Louis. In what do you know, Lou? I'm doing good, Mike. Good, 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 good to be good. here. And also this evening we have a special guest to talk about uh, something uh, that I didn't know a whole lot about, but I'm very intrigued to learn more about. Uh, from Warsaw, Illinois. It's Joe Clark. How are you, Joe? Fine, Mike. Thanks for having us aboard. You bet. You bet. So, I guess uh we'll uh check in on how things have been going. Anybody been doing any hunting lately?
1: Well, it's funny you say that. I had I don't think I've been in the woods since uh opening day of shotgun season. So, first November shot, first shot.
0: November season. 16th. All right. So, that's only 28 days. You
1: know.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's that time of year. It's like the December lull for hunters you know? right I mean, right,
1: it, right if the it was 10 is still... degrees out and snow on the ground i'd be in the yeah, i'd be in exactly. the blind but,
0: yep
2: yep temperatures have been you know not extremely warm but not cold enough to really see a lot of deer but uh i sat tonight. It's the first time all year i got skunked i didn't see a deer so wow. i think everyone needs this at least a skunk or two though just to, to keep, keep them, you going yep and yeah. i think
0: i've had one or two as well you know yeah. that just kind of humbles you a little bit but uh it has been. It's been more like second, third week of October type of weather. Yeah. Uh, not, not your typical second week of December weather. But uh, the next week looks kind of warm still. So you're you kind of seeing them switching from grains
2: to greens to grains to greens. Yep. So you just kind of got to figure out when they're going to be on which food source and
0: that's right so last sunday or last weekend was our muzzleloader season and uh i did get out i only hunted sunday night and i took my three-year-old son out for our first uh ever hunt his first ever hunt of any kind he'd never been out a field uh, to hunt anything so we got out to the banks blind and got all settled in and uh had a couple does come out at like three o'clock a little after three o'clock 100 yards and uh, they were due west of me, southwest of me, right where the sun was starting to set. Harder to see. And I thought, well, maybe I'll get one in closer than 100 yards. And we'd just – I mean, we'd only been in there 15, 20 minutes. So, we just kind of watched them, let them feed off. Well, after about a half hour of them being out and about and me having a three-year-old in the blind, they started figuring out that something wasn't quite right. You know, we weren't being stupid loud, but, you know, we weren't being uh, stealthy either. Uh, so, they finally worked their way off and then – uh Oh, last 20 minutes of sunlight. Uh, we did have uh, another doe come out and went back to that back bean plot of mine. And uh, I was showing Riker, hey, you know, let's look at the deer. And he's like, Daddy, we got to shoot this thing. <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, I don't know. You know, she, she's back there a ways. And so, you know, it'd go a couple minutes. He's like, Daddy, we going to shoot this thing? So he finally talked me in and said, All right, we're going to try to take a shot at this thing. So I was trying to get a range on her. And, you know, she's standing in standing beans and she's out there a poke. And I thought I had a range at like 175 maybe. But it just didn't seem right because I could have swore that the edge of those beans was like 135. Anyway, so I I shot at her for 175. And I missed her so bad, she didn't even lift her head up out of the beans from eating. She just kept on eating and uh, had my boy in there. He was standing right behind me. And I just bought a pair of these uh, Walker's Game Ear Razors. And uh, they're fantastic ear protection, and they've got the the knob you can turn on where it has speakers, so I could just sit and talk to him, you know, have a conversation with him, uh, but it still provided him with protection. And uh, he was a little thrown off. You know, that muzzleloader barked and filled the whole blind with smoke. And, you know, he said, Daddy, that's smoky in here. And I said, well, that's kind of part of it. And
1: You're supposed to stick the barrel out the window. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, <laughs> it was
0: out, but the wind, the way the wind was going, it was just kind of coming right back at us and – um, so, yeah, then he's like, all right, well, let's go back home, I guess. And so we got packed up and got back home. But he had a really good time. I enjoyed it. You know, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we did. He did do some watching uh, cartoons on my phone for a little while. Um, but overall, he did well. Um, so that uh, that's the only time that I've been out. But I, I think I'm going to try to get out and get another dough or two shot. Uh, Tyler and I have some plans to try to do some uh, summer sausage and snack sticks and stuff. And We could use a little bit more meat so hopefully here coming up we can get that done so um anybody else plan on hunting anytime soon are you going to wait on the that cold weather to really get out there and do much
1: i think when it gets cold i'll uh hit the woods I think yeah. I heard Bowley Farms has some standing beans. So we yeah. do.
0: Plenty. There's plenty to go around. And it sounds sure.
1: like there might be a little bit of a doe problem out there. <laughs> there's a yeah. few
0: running around from what I've heard. Does anybody so. shoot does up that way? No, not, not near as much as we probably should. I mean, we're fortunate that we don't have a whole lot of hunting pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talk about it sometimes, but um, w- there's not a whole lot of people hunting this section. Sure. Um, at the most, maybe gun season, there's – I don't know, eight to ten people, you know, total for gun season. But outside of that, bow hunting, uh, there's probably four or five. And of those, the guys that go out more than ten times a year, there's probably one, you know, okay, me. Sure. I mean, um, so it uh, the herd could use uh, more does taken out. I think we counted seven or eight bucks that have been harvested this year on this section and I think four does. Um, so we could definitely use to have a couple more taken off off the land and um i gave my first two deer away um to to people that you know use them for the, to feed their family throughout the year and i still had some meat left over from last year i've kept the the third one um so i thought i'll go ahead and take one or two more and sure. um see what tyler does too so um, i'd like
1: about one more dough then i'd be ready to do some summer sausage. Yep. yeah it turns in a lot of work it does do it, it, it once
2: you know yeah i just dropped a couple does off at the locker plant. Uh, would have been uh, Wednesday, so it's that time of year when we're gonna start getting uh, start getting our bologna and our steaks back. Yeah, can...
0: you going the same place you've always gone down there at Prairie Land, or
2: yeah, yep. I've uh, had real good luck with them down there at Bowen. So
0: i I thought about trying the the new one in Carthage. Um, I, I've heard from a couple guys that have, have uh, done business with them and they've been happy so far. Uh, I've been wanting to try their deer brats. Uh, I love bratwurst anyways. I thought, well, you know, maybe try some brats. But I got to reach out to them and see uh, as far as bringing in to meat, you know, how much uh, minimum poundage per product do you need. I know like in Cahoka, I think it was like 10 pounds per flavor of uh, sausage and snack sticks and stuff. So uh, I'd like to try some of their, their brats and give that a shot. But uh, it is nice to have another option up towards Carthage. I mean, we didn't have anything in the northern half of the county. We were without a locker anywhere in you know close yeah. by so um nice to see that up and going
2: yeah I've heard a lot of good things about them
0: uh, it's a good asset to have I think nice you know brand new facility clean and uh, I think they're trying to do it the right way so yeah
2: that's um, the easiest way to get it done is just to drop it off it is <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna
1: say we're doing it the hard way it's way easy just to write that check and be done yeah but um,
0: uh but I figure I'll try this once you know come next year I may Tell Tyler, yeah, I'm not interested, you know, or mine's already
2: done. We, we still make some jerky every now and then. You know, we'll have a dough or two. You know, I'll tell them, hey, 10, 15 pounds of burger, and then we'll take that burger and, and use it for oh. uh, jerky or we'll, you know, put a little sausage seasoning in it or something for breakfast sausage. But uh, it's uh, – they do – you just – you know, those, those big uh, rolls of bologna when they stick the cheese and the jalapeno and stuff in it, it's just like – you can try to do that at home with your stuffers, but man, they they just they got it down to a science. So. They do. We
1: we did that last year though. We just uh, we went to Cahoka, mm-hmm. and he will actually sell you the seasoning, seasoning, yeah, of the same of what they do their summer sausage. Don't ask him what's in it because he's not going to tell you. But you just tell him how many pounds of mm-hmm. meat you have, and he'll just go mix it out. So there you go, and you can buy your heat cheese and the and, uh, jalapenos. So we kind of made some different recipes and stuff. Found some. You know, found some flavors we liked and some we probably won't try again, but yeah. it was fun to do. It was a lot of work, but enjoyed doing it. It was,
0: yeah, I think you're doing it more for just the experience and, you know, hang out with your dad yeah. and, you know, camaraderie yeah. for a day. And um, it's not necessarily to save money, you know, because no, time a, is money. It's I mean, a honestly. tradition
2: just like deer camp or anything else. Yep. It's fun.
0: So, all right. Well, you know, we, we've got some big things coming up here. We're hoping uh, for the Deer Land podcast. I've been in contact with, uh, you know, several potential guests and have received uh, some great feedback um, from some pretty big names in the hunting and outdoor industry that said they'd love to join us. So we'll try to get some of those details worked out for you. Um, You know, we're running out of season. We got, you know, pretty much a month left. Um, So we're going to have a lot of time uh, to talk about other things than our hunting experiences. So we've got a lot of great ideas and topics we want to cover and uh, a lot of great uh, people and personalities that we want to bring on and uh, get their point of view on things as well. But today, we're going to be talking about something a little bit different. Uh, As I said, we have Joe Clark here with us today. And uh, Joe is representing a new company that uh, come from my hometown in Warsaw, Illinois. Uh, It's called Warsaw Caviar. And I got to admit, I didn't really know much about caviar, seen it on Facebook like a lot of other people. And uh, I thought, well, what is this? And at first I thought, well, maybe, you know, it's one of these like weird ads or something that, you know, Warsaw, Indiana, I I didn't know. And then I realized, no, this is, you know, Warsaw, Warsaw, Illinois, um, and it's caviar and it's being produced. And uh, I think us three guys here at the Deerland podcast, none of us knew a whole lot about it. And uh, you were the, the perfect guy to get on and give us a little bit of history of um maybe how you guys got into the, the caviar business and uh, a little bit about the caviar and uh um just what uh, what you guys got going on over there in warsaw all
3: right well, thanks mike appreciate you having us on you bet uh yeah um a group of us have been fishing for for sturgeon for probably i don't know 10 or 15 years and uh selling our uh, row to some folks that uh, traveled up here from tennessee and they've been in the business for about 30 years. And uh, they found that uh, there's a pretty good uh, pool right here in the Mississippi River, right by Warsaw, that uh, gives out some pretty good uh, sturgeon row, hackleback sturgeon row we're after. And um, so, you know, they, we've been selling to those folks for, oh, 10 years, a little bit. And we're just hobby fishermen, you know. We just hit it once a week, maybe, if that, even during the season. And the season runs from uh, October 1st to uh, May 31st. And during the wintertime, of course, when it gets really cold, nobody really fishes too much. So, you know, it's kind of a couple months in the fall and a couple months in the spring, and that's about, you know, what we did. Now there are other, unbeknownst to us, there's other fishermen that are out there all the time. Right. Yeah. So, so we, but but we've been following those folks for a while, and we've always thought, you know, uh, you know, what could it be if we were the in their in their shoes, you know? So, um, last year we were visiting with them and. They're in their upper 70s, and they've been in the business for a long time from Tennessee, and and uh, Perry and Sylvia Chisholm out of uh, Tiptonville, Tennessee, and they're very good people. And uh, anyway, they asked us if we would be interested in learning a little bit about what they did. And uh, there five of us uh, that got together, Stuart Froman, Brian Froman, uh, Lance Leboni, and Doug Belt and myself, and said, yeah, we'd, we'd be happy to learn it. So anyway, they took us kind of under their wing, um, showed us some – Pretty secret things, right. uh, how to process, uh, what it takes to make it happen, and uh, kind of been watching this. They came up this fall. This is our first season. They came up this fall and over, oversaw us and everything, and uh, we uh, have been very happy with the results. Really good. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so it's called Warsaw Caviar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the pool here is uh, Pool 20 um near right near Warsaw All you guys are from Warsaw um th- was there ever a point where you thought this was something you guys may be doing I mean I guess
3: <sighs> well you know I'll tell you what we we like we enjoyed the fishing you know yep. it was kind fun of, it was a little bit of way to make a little extra money for for our group to have some fun we yep. buy a tv or something or you know you know whatever some another item for our boat you right know? Yep. something like that yep. you know and uh, we thought you know we we didn't think we never really thought about it being as such as a, as a second income, you know. So we're, we're looking at kind of as that. We all have full-time jobs, you know, right. work day, every day. So we're doing this in the evenings and the weekends. And, uh, it's you know, it's taking up a little bit of time. But I'll tell you what, it's, uh, it's very fun. It's very, it, it was very satisfying. We've, we've sold our caviar all over the country and rave results. And it, it's like we are so ecstatic about wow. it. And Sylvia told us, she said, if you do what we do, you're gonna be successful. And wow. we have followed her instructions to a T and uh folks have gotten back to us with just beautiful you know, they said beautiful, delicious, this is awesome. Keep wow. it coming, that kind of thing, you yeah. know. You know, and, and if
0: it's not broke, don't <laughs> fix it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Um, now I would have to imagine that on a local level you've probably done a lot of educating, you know, kinda of like with us. I mean Uh, being born and raised in Warsaw myself, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of population that just don't know much about caviar. A lot of times it comes with a stigma of wealth or expense or, you know, high class. uh, And that's not necessarily the case. You know, I know all of you guys and none of you guys are that way. You know, you're just good old boys that, you know, work hard for a living and, uh, it can be for anybody, right?
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh, we we you know, didn't know much about it ourselves, you know, and so we we you know we've been we taste it so, you know ever so often, and you know it's it's okay, it's good, we like it. Um, doesn't have any kind of a issue with us. We found out though that in the in the different population of the United States, um, there's a there's a fairly large Russian population, mm-hmm. uh, Eastern European. And they were raised on caviar. No kidding. It's not like a delicacy of those folks. It's like a mainstay. Okay. In fact, uh, Perry Chisholm, one of our mentors, he said people from those countries, they eat eat this stuff like hog meat. No
0: kidding. And I said,
3: hog meat? He goes, yeah, hog meat, like bacon sausage for breakfast. I said, really? Wow. And he said, yeah, that's like a mainstay. They they start their kids on it from when they're just old enough to eat. He said because of the health benefits of it. There's such a – it's a great uh, – you know, uh, what you call omega three. Yep. Uh, Fatty acid. Exactly. It's very good. And a lot of vitamins. It's a blood builder. People that have issues with blood. And so cancer people, um, you know, with leukemia, they really, some doctors swear by it. So, you know, they'll, they'll promote it, you know, so that's what we found. And, and so a lot of people that we sell, we sell to wholesalers a lot, you know, I mean, pretty big volumes but a lot of people we sell to are just individuals that that benefit from the health they want it for the health benefits so that's what i
0: was curious about you know this is your guys's first year kind of getting uh things up and going i was wondering if you had enough uh feedback or information to get an idea of kind of what your target audience has been or you know
3: um i'll tell you what our our, we have got a lot of a target and uh, uh, audience, I guess, or, or outlet. You know, yeah. our ba- our biggest problem is trying to get product. That's yeah, what I want. You yeah, know, and that's a yeah.
0: that's a good problem to have. It, I guess. I mean, uh, you know, I guess if you guys had uh, pallets of this stuff stacked up, nobody wanted to buy it, then uh, you might want to look at doing something different.
3: Right. Right. And that you know, going into it, we didn't know what was going to happen, so we were like, are we going to have too much product, not be able to get rid of it, and all this. So we we're testing the waters everywhere, and we found out that. So far, that uh, you know, we we could you could buy more and get rid of we could we could get rid of it. Wow! Know, because our stuff has been re- well received in the in the in the marketplace, and surprisingly enough, the the caviar industry is a really tight knit. I figured so. Yeah.
0: Yep. And yeah. so that's probably a a point where it helps to have the mentors that you have that have those connections and maybe could vouch for you or you know send you in the right direction.
3: That's that's really the, a, a a good start for us. Uh, we got a lot of feedback from customers had said, Hey, we know you guys are taking over for Sylvia. Would you guys be you know, wanna sell us some and we'll text test it out and and then we got the reviews back. And then we sent some to our product to some wholesalers and uh once they got it, you know, we were on pins and needles. Oh I bet. Oh my God, the first shipment, you know, <laughs> you send fifty pounds of caviar to a, a guy in New York City and you're like waiting to find out what happens and and it happened to be, you know, we ship on a Wednesday, they get it Thursday they're waiting till the next week to try it out, uh-huh. and we're like, oh my god, anyway, that's, a, that's a long wait. <laughs> yeah. That's a long wait. So, uh, so the fellow, uh, you know, I, he calls us on I think Tuesday, and uh, he's like, Joe, he goes, I tell you what, we tested your stuff over the weekend and, or you know, early, and uh, send us all you got. Wow, like that. So you know, uh, you know, and we're up to a certain point with him, but yeah. he says, send us all you got. So, wow. So we're doing that, and then I, you know, of course, at that point. We're uh, you know we want to have all our eggs in one basket. Yep. So do I start you know do I keep contacting other people because I know we're 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 fighting to get product you know, and so I call a guy out in Seattle and he uh, does he doesn't even carry our product. He's a, he's on he sell he sells other kind of caviar. Uh huh. And there's you know maybe you know there's several different kind different species you know so there's different price points attributed to those I species. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a you know your Iranian caviar and your you know, Eastern European caviar, there's farmed caviar, there's paddlefish, there's bowfin, which are the lower lower ends, you know. Mm-hmm. And Hackleback's kind of right in the middle. And, uh, you know, so he doesn't carry ours. So I called him up and talking to him. And, and, you know, he says, well, you know, out here in Seattle, you know, we have a price point and, you know, yours is kind of right in the middle, uh, you know, and we don't want to, you know, necessarily – Branch out too much, and I said I've heard that you know because he was they're happy with this paddlefish caviar, and he says uh you know, but and I go I go well I've heard that you know from other buyers too, and he says uh, I'll tell you what he goes you got anything to sell and I said yeah we have some and I mean he goes can you send me nine pounds I said sure I can send you nine pounds uh, he goes can you give me three different lots I want to test your consistency I said yeah no problem we got that. So I sent him the, the, the nine pounds in three different lots. And, you know, it was another one of those things over a weekend. You know, so you're waiting to hear. Of course, we, we knew we already had good product. Right. And so um but just waiting to see what he says. And uh, so he calls me up on Tuesday. He says, hey, Joe. He says, I took your stuff, took your caviar. And we had some chefs in from the Pacific Rim, Japan, you know, that. And uh, loved it. Wow. He says, uh, you know, uh, we are uh, – we are not selling your caviar your brand right now or your your species but uh you may have changed my mind wow (laughs) and we're like that i'm like that's great he goes he goes. tell you what um keep me posted because i told him i said we're actually our product right now you know (laughs) so he says keep me posted when you get more product in let me know so that's kind of how it's been going and every i I turned down an order for 200 pounds last week we just don't have the product and 20 pounds Tuesday. Wow. You know, and people just want it. And so we've, we've actually gotten these small amounts that we've got left over. We've been selling those locally, you know, by the ounce. And to give people around around here a chance to get it because they don't have to pay the shipping. Right. That's the big thing. When, when somebody wants to, you know, maybe get an ounce of caviar from someplace, they don't want to buy a pound, but they want an ounce or two ounces. The shipping is going to be more than the caviar from some other place. But we've got it right here for the mid, you know. Area. Tri state area yeah, yeah. tri state area exactly, so we've the been holidays, the holidays it, coming up. exactly, so it's been working out really well that way so. you got
2: Christmas coming up, so yep. folks might want want some
0: caviar,
3: yeah yep um
0: so when you when you get going in this first year, I mean, do you have plans on you know trying to grow next year I mean you know to, to be able to provide more of a product or that, that's uh, what
3: we yeah Mike thank you yeah we've been actually working on that right now trying to find more fishermen you know making contact with fishermen you know that we got some competition so you know we've got a you know we've got a and we're trying to make it the best for the for the fisherman himself too I and mean, we're working on both ends we want yep. to make, make sure that our customers are happy we want to make sure our suppliers are you know happy so the fishermen are the key to the whole thing you know if we can make sure that they're getting paid Appropriately, yep. you know, that, that's what we're trying to do. We've we actually upped our price to most fishermen uh, around here um, to try and get more product. The weather's been terrible. The river was terrible this year. All,
0: all fall, you know, a big river even big late into river. the fall, and you know, oh. it's it's not normal, you know. Yeah,
3: the big river hurt us bad.
0: But I, I, but I just don't know. You know, it's easy for me to say I don't have a, a horse in this game, but to To have a product that's in demand but the stock is low, Mm -hmm. I mean, high demand and uh, low availability, that's not always a bad thing. You know, I mean, that keeps people interested and, you know, um, it makes you feel a little bit better, too. I mean, obviously, with a product like this, people aren't buying it because Joe Clark is selling it. People aren't buying it because, oh, it's it's in a nice package or whatever. They're buying it because this is good and they can sell it and provide it to their customers or their, you know, whoever if the product wasn't good it don't matter who you are or what you make it look like it's got to be good product so when you've got it in that hype of a demand and you know you send it out and people are all raving about it you know you're doing something right right so i think that's the first step of of this whole business is you know you've got the great product now you just got to figure out how you can uh you know how you can grow it yeah and
3: uh yeah and to expand on that uh with uh, again the the fellow that i talked about in new york city who's our our our, you know our big one of our big wholesale buyers he had dealt with Sylvia before, Sylvia and Perry. So he knew what to expect, but he hadn't dealt with us. Yep. So when we sent that out to him, he was ecstatic. Well, then nobody else knows us, you know. So we sent samples to several different uh, entities, I guess, if you want to call them that, and got just the same kind of response. It's like, you know, one, we're like waiting, and she's a uh, okay. She says, uh, well, you got good stuff. So how can I help? How can I get some of this? You know, yeah. that kind of thing.
0: <laughs> and and that's what you want to hear with a yeah. new business. I mean, yeah. that, that uh, you've got something that's good that people want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've just got to figure out, you know, how you can uh, make it happen going forward. I mean.
3: Exactly. So that's, you know, we're looking for fishermen. You know, we've we've explored. uh the opportunity of heading over to the Wabash River and uh, helping the you know helping those fishermen out by offering our prices to, to those guys. You know and whereabouts
0: is that at? I don't know. on the eastern side of Illinois. It is okay yeah,
3: all the way along the border of Indiana. Uh, uh-huh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh yep yeah. and uh so we you know we' we'd be happy to we we, we their their river's about like ours this year, oh yeah, it's been really high and and they have a certain kind of river they need to be successful, so a lot of them haven't been fishing yet, so everybody's looking to the spring, we're looking for a dynamite spring, so good you know, yeah I kind of think but, but we not that the fall hasn't been bad, it's just been could have been a lot way more than we had even hoped for you know so you know and, and
0: when you talk about you know people buying you know a, a pound of caviar what i mean that's a lot of caviar so typically lot, you know yeah. locally when you're selling it retail what uh, what sizes are you offering
3: we're selling one ounce, one and a half ounce. Uh, we do have a two ounce, but we're probably, you know, that's that's to the limit of our containers that we have. Okay. So we're, we're limited by the containers we I can see. serve in. But we can go an eight ounce or a pound or three pounds, you yep. know. So, but the little small tins, we can put a, an ounce or a half, one and a half ounces. We've been selling to some couple restaurants in Quincy. Really? And, yeah. Uh, it, well, we just got in there. Okay. So, um, they're going to put on their New Year's Eve menu, uh, the main course, and Boodaloo. Couple oh, yeah. Great restaurants yep. at Quincy. And uh, we're anxious to hear the feedback. The chefs there were like flabbergasted when we gave it to them to try. They're like, yeah, we're going to make this work, you know. So but we want to hear what their people say, you know, the customers, you know, the, the people that eat it.
0: And and that's the thing about this business, you know, and, and I'm sure of it. I'm not speaking because I know for a fact, but. You know, you guys are growing this and sending stuff in New York, Seattle, we've talked about. But, you know, you're also giving a focus here to the tri-states. And I know, you know, you yourself and, you know, your other guys that are, you know, in this with you, you know, the tri-states means a lot to them. You give back a lot. And it's it's something that I think you're just as excited about offering to people around here that maybe wasn't as readily available uh, before or as um, talked about before. You know, nobody ever talked about caviar. Um, and now you can, and so I think that's an exciting feature. That you know your your only focus isn't just we got to try to find a way to get 500 pounds to send out west and out east, and you know you're still trying to find ways to get into the restaurants here, you know locally, you know 30 miles away.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. Big volume is is a big thing for us, but we were talking over you know over the last two or three weeks. You know, as strategically going forward, we want to reserve maybe 20, 30 percent for those retail sales that we can do locally, that kind of thing. Um, Give folks a chance that they don't have to pay shipping. You know, I mean, shipping, overnight shipping, what you got to do with caviar is extravagant, you know? So these folks that we sell to individually on the East coast, West coast, they're buying, you know, two or three pounds at a time just so they can, break down the shipping over oh, it wow. you know, so because the shipping is going to be 80 or 100 bucks and even
0: then i mean are you having to like dry ice it or you sure know, yeah anything?
3: sure we dry ice and put ice packs in and you know it works out well um you know we're FedEx, is overnight early morning delivery so that's kind of thing so it does add up the shipping but they figure that into the cost because they're going to be buying it from somebody else and our prices are in line with quite a bit lower than most big caviar houses so their
0: their their net result you know at the end of the day i mean they're not too far off what they would pay for something locally but they feel they're getting a better product you know
3: sure sure yeah i mean yeah they might be in new york but they're going to pay a lot more for it and it's not going to be as good as ours for one thing yeah they're happy with our our product you know the quality and so they they take a look at that we're we're selling you know Probably wholesale costs as retail wow. to most people yep. around here, yep. you know, and even to New York and all that. So, but uh, you know, there's a little, you know, ten pounds, ten dollars a pound. You know, it's it's it, you know it, it it makes a difference for people, you know, right? So, but. You know, and it it's
0: still um, I'm still looking forward to try it. I of course you know I, I like fish and wild game and stuff like that, um, so I'm sure I'll like it. Um, we, would be nice to try some of that. Yeah, life,
3: I apologize. <laughs> I, I I'm
0: just going to go ahead and say it. I, <laughs> I mean,
3: apologize. <laughs> I didn't bring any out tonight. I'm so sorry. But I should
0: have known. <laughs> and 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 we will. We'll get a chance to try some, oh, yeah. and, and we'll oh, definitely yeah. do a, a follow up. Even if we can't get Joe back on, well, at least on a future episode, I'm going to tell you about what I thought of it. And, sure, sure. Um, you know, obviously it's it's something I know I will enjoy, but I'm just curious to see what I think about it. You well, know,
3: I'll tell you what. Most people, I guess that that are around from let's say warsaw here yeah. they have tried it have been i don't know what you would call it surprised right they didn't think it was gonna they thought they're looking at some sort of fishy yep you know you know gag me kind of thing but it's really not that way it's really a smooth nutty buttery kind of taste and you know myself i don't know if i see the the big allure where you'd spend thousands of dollars for like some people do but they do. And And I think uh,
0: a lot of that, to be quite honest with you, is more of just a status symbol and, you know, some of these higher um, income areas or, you know, your Beverly Hills or, you know, your bigger cities. I think a lot of that is, you know, have people over, you go to a restaurant and order this just because you can. Sure.
3: And that's one thing that I see a lot on the websites, you know, and in our research that we've done in market research is that they have the high-end caviar that they want to sell and they'll, and people buy it. But, to get, you know, everyday caviar that you can enjoy, and it's just almost as good as this, right. is ours, you know, yeah. our kind, you yep. know. The, and uh, so that's where we're at and, you know, makes it really affordable, I guess. I mean, you're not going to, you know, every day. You yeah, know, no, think. we're not going to be – it's not going to be like bacon <laughs> yeah. and eggs, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: um, But it's still something you can treat yourself sure, with. Sure, um, do,
1: you, do you know how many different – Types of caviar that are out there, Joe, or I, know, I think you touched on. I don't remember if you did what we have specifically around here that you guys are doing. Is it yeah. hackleback or the yeah, hackleback yeah, we're
3: hack, we're doing hackleback, but there's also in the Mississippi River, which I should say is one of the only remaining waterways that you can legally catch caviar or, or sturgeon. sturgeon out of, I yeah. should say, there's there's hackleback and there's paddlefish and there's bowfin. Those are the three that I know that I know of that are in the United States that are legal to catch. Um, there are a lot of farmed caviar – or sturgeon, I should say, in the United States. Um, so they've imported some sturgeon, and they've started farming farming them. But the wild-caught is – that allure of the wild-caught, and the taste of it is, is better, you know, that kind of thing, as far as as far as far we have heard from everybody. The the farmed stuff, just about like anything else, has a little bit different taste. Well, just like catfish. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, we can
0: exactly. go to, you know, the Walmart or whatever and buy pond-raised catfish. Well, yeah. Um, and some people, to some people, my wife would probably say, well, I like that pond-raised catfish better than the mm-hmm. stuff we get out of the river. But to some of us guys that grew up eating that catfish out of the river, it doesn't taste like the pond-raised catfish. You right. know? It's
1: kind of right. like, like your butterball versus your wild turkey. Sure, I mean, sure. that's yeah. kind of the same concept. I
3: yeah, think. and I'm not I'm not an expert on biology, but, I, you know, I think there's 28 or 30 different Uh, Species of sturgeon and sturgeon are really the only thing that should be called caviar, although the government has allowed other species to be called caviar as long as they say the name of the fish, uh, like lumpfish caviar. It's not really caviar, it's lumpfish, but you know, there's other kinds out there. But, um, and, and paddlefish is a cousin of caviar, of sturgeon, so they've allowed that. That's it's really a Caviar, but some of these others that they may see that are really cheap, you know, you might see them at Walmart for seven bucks or five bucks. You know, it's not really caviar, so I hate for people to taste that and say, Oh, that's what that's going to be, but it's because it's not even close, you know. So, but
0: so, and something else that I, I wanted to get clear for our listeners as well um, some people may hear sturgeon, and depending on where you're hearing this out of here up in Wisconsin, you know, the big lakes of Wisconsin, they have some, some of their lake sturgeon mm-hmm. um, that it's it's a big deal for them when sturgeon season opens and you know they'll go out on the ice and um spear them or whatever and some Mm -hmm. of these are 70 year old fish just monstrous fish and and this isn't quite what you guys are doing i mean you're not just taking out a bunch of 60 70 year old fish from the river and taking their eggs from them i
3: mean right right yeah those those fish are not um allowed actually to be used for for caviar so yeah
0: Yeah, because there's like tags and stuff i mean you know it's all it's a like a big game species yeah. up there is yeah, like what we have down like here. Like a prehistoric fish. Yeah, yeah.
3: that's yeah. that's uh, sport fishing. Right. Yeah. yeah, and they're only allowed so many. So commercial fishing, there's a definite season. There's a definite limit on size. You um, said there's a slot um, limit. There's a slot, there's and slot and... limit. Uh, in different areas, it's different. So yep. the Mississippi has a slot limit the Wabash has a slot limit for different things, you know, so it's all regulated very highly by the DNR. And that's a good thing because the fishery people that run that know what they're doing. That's and right. we got Rob Mayer down in uh, Alton. He's a expert and uh, he's the man that makes it happen.
0: So, And b- because either way, I mean, um, You look at, this is the Deerland podcast, and you look at the white-tailed deer and the numbers that happened with it at the beginning of the 20th century, and the reason of that is because they were commercialized. You were able to sell the meat to restaurants, the hides, and all that, so you had these commercial hunters going out Mm -hmm. and just annihilating the the game Mm -hmm. and almost to the point of eradication, you know, um, and then you had to step in and the government stepped in and put these regulations on it. And so even though this is something you guys are making a little bit of money on, you still are glad that there are regulations on this species and that, you know, the, the people in the government are watching, you know, uh, where it's at and to make sure it's sustainable. So for hundreds of years to come, there's still, you've
1: got to have that that government regulation. Otherwise, you know, it's, otherwise it's not a sustainable fishery, right. and it will just get. I mean, I hate to say it, but mankind will just wipe it out if if it was just opened up as a free for all. Right, and he, and you
3: actually you hear about uh, beluga caviar yeah. out of Russia. You know, so when when the Soviet Union fell, that actually was a terrible thing for the beluga, ca- beluga beluga sturgeon because it got overfished and there wasn't anybody watching it for several years, and it got out of control. So the that uh, happens. To, to be that uh, that particular fish cannot be you know exported or anything between nations and all that it's pretty pretty and highly regulated so um, in the United States that's why the same thing happened here uh, around the turn of the century uh, they placed some limits on sturgeon yeah where they they could be fished and everything the lake sturgeon, like you said, those are, you know, getting overfished and almost, you know, to the point of eradication. So they placed them in the uh, endangered species list and such. And so, hackleback is is, bo- it had bordered on that, but now they've got their fishery under control, and I think it's a lot better now. Um, paddlefish is not so much, but, you know, they're they're pretty wide open on that. But.
0: Yeah, and and I think another thing, uh, to talk about with the with the hackleback is, is it's not necessarily. Uh, a premier sport fish, you know, right, um, it's right. not something that people are going out hoping to catch. Right. Um, you know, I'm sure that, uh, many people around here have caught one at, at some point. Um, but I know myself growing up in Warsaw for years, uh, smoked hackleback was a huge thing and um, it is very good meat as well so not only does it provide you know a great row for the caviar but it does have a a good uh, it's a high fatty meat but when you smoke it and like just taking it fresh out of the fridge and just grabbing a handful of that Uh, stuff i mean oh
3: yes just yeah it's good yeah and and actually fresh hackleback meat itself is it fries up does it really Uh, very awesome yeah and it's just it's a little bit difficult to dress a hackleback oh okay but if you take the time and do it right it's awesome i tell you what it's just as good as anything you've ever ate wow i'll
1: up my order joe i'd take a little more now that i know this yeah but you (laughs) got (laughs) to catch them
3: before they get frozen you know yeah
0: or get them before they get frozen yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. um so i guess you know that's the one thing that i always noticed is you know they have a very uh stout skin on them you know um so
1: i guess do you you dress those from the bottom side on a sturgeon Mm -hmm. yeah you
3: would yeah they're scaleless you know right so they're not what you call uh Kosher fish, you okay. know? So I've I've learned that. Yeah, guess, yeah. In, my, in my talk, because I was thinking, you know, about what communities we can market to and all that kind of thing, and and they're what they call scaleless fish. So in the Bible, it talks about scales uh-huh. and such and such, and uh, so that's that's one thing about them. Um, so we're you know we're always looking for different ways to to, to uh, market, you know. So
0: yeah, you know, and I I think it. Just to to bring attention to a a species that is is in our river, Uh, I think sometimes for us that grew up right on the Mississippi River, uh, we see a lot of people that maybe take it for granted or just say, oh, that's just a dirty old nasty thing. I don't know why you'd ever go in it, eat anything from it, you know, recreate on it. But myself, you know, being an old river rat, there's nothing better for me to get out on that river, jump in. You may get a couple mouthfuls of water here and there, Mm -hmm. uh, but to eat fish from it, uh, shoot ducks that fly over it. this is just another species that's in there that otherwise, I think, would go unnoticed a lot of times.
3: Right. Yeah, that's one of the things. We, you know, we're talking to one of the restaurant owners down in Quincy, and he's like, who would have thought I'd been sitting there talking to some old, you know, hicks from yeah. Warsaw about caviar, you know, yes. and all that. And, and he tasted it, and, and he says, hey, this is great. He goes, up to me, though. It's to my, up to my chef. Yeah, So he gets the chef out, and the chef tastes it, and he's like, Yes, I can do things with this. Wow. You know, so. Says, and and this that's is. kind of the, the irony yeah. in it
0: all, you yeah. know. I mean, just a bunch of good old boys, you know, from a small town that mm-hmm. have taken, taken this venture on. But uh, I think it's just fantastic. Um, I, I liken it to, you know, people need to try new things, be open to try new things. Um, something that I haven't mm-hmm. done yet, but I'm going to try is I want to try uh, Deerheart. Um, you know, and the more i I watch other online programming and stuff like that, uh, you see that it 's a very common thing, and it 's one of the best tasting meats that you can have mm-hmm. is is the heart and so one of these days i 'm going to try it up and you know prepare one up and see what it 's like and I guess before I was just always like hey i don't know you know it's an organ um but I like chicken livers, love chicken livers, you right, know, and gizzards. Right, right. And so I thought, well, what's the difference? You know, I mean, right. it's it's the same thing. And um, so I'm going to try one. And, you know, maybe if, if I get one of these doughs on the ground, I might pull the heart out and, you know, prepare it on a recipe. And just trying to stay open-minded um, and have a chance to eat local stuff, fresh stuff, you know, uh, stuff where you know where it comes
3: from. Right, and that's that's one of the, the the folks in Quincy when they said that, you know, it's not so much that we're going to have caviar on our menu, but we're having local caviar. That's cuz they said we can buy caviar anywhere, but we can have local caviar. And and I, and I, and I think they're so good. Yes, and their so. patrons
0: will maybe be a little more apt to try it knowing that it comes from, you know, right here locally. Uh-huh. Um, to yeah. to me that's a big thing.
3: Yeah, and one of the things that, you know, the five of us, you know, we know what we're doing. We know what we've done, you know, and we've seen it. We've heard all these things, but we didn't have anything to compare it to. So on Cyber Monday, uh, one of the companies I had been calling to about trying to sell to, uh, the the company actually said, you know what, we don't, we don't uh, buy our own caviar. We get it from another uh, place that repackages it with our name on it. So anyway, on Cyber Monday, uh, they had a big sale. So I'm like, I'm going to buy some of this and check it out. So it was sent it in. And I took it down to Stuart Froman and I myself, and we tried it. And I'm like, there's no comparison here. So he's like, yeah. I mean, theirs is like twice as, three times as much as ours right. with shipping, plus shipping. Wow. So I took it down to, to one of our local restaurants, DJs. Yep. And uh, DJs, and there's about, you know, I had we did a blind taste test with like eight people in there and didn't tell them whose was what. And we just said, here, and then. I think, to a T, none of them had ever tried caviar. Wow. So they're getting something they never had before. And uh, to to every one of them, this is the better one for sure. You know, this one's whatever. Right. And uh, it was ours. They picked yours. Yeah. And so we were like, gosh, dang it. Now we know what we're dealing with, you know, because these people never have had caviar before.
0: So. And that's the thing about a food or beverage product. You know, if you're honest to yourself, as obviously all of you guys are, um, you let the product speak for itself, and you can put it up against this competition. And some people think, well, just because this other one costs three times as more, mm-hmm. it's going to be that much better. Well, you're wrong in a lot of things. Right. And, you know, obviously this spoke for itself. I mean
3: – Yeah, and I wouldn't be here today touting it if I didn't believe in that. And so. that's the thing. And,
0: and you know, again, knowing you and, um, and all of you guys – uh, I wouldn't ask you to come on if I thought that you're all you're wanting to do is just try to make more money. I mean, I know right. this is something you're not in it for the money yeah. for. Um, it's a hobby that obviously you don't want to lose money in the venture. Right. Um, but uh,
3: well, I'll, go, I'll tell you what, it goes back to Sylvia and Perry. You know, the folks that we learned from and taught us everything we know. They're they're so happy that we're carrying on their tradition. They have kids, but their kids have chosen to go to other professions, you know. And we're just up here, you know, and they see us every year, and and so uh, we took on the task of learning what they knew, and uh, they just they're just so happy that we are carrying on their tradition, and uh, you know we're not letting it go to waste. That's what Sylvia said. We were so worried that our life's work was going to go to nothing, yep. And now you guys are carrying on. It's setbacks.
0: You know, and, and I and I truly believe that you know, with with the folks you guys have, that uh, this is something that I think my grandkids will see as a worse all staple. You know, that yeah. 30, 40 years from now, you can we still get so. worse all worse all caviar. Um, we hope so to pass it on from generation
3: to generation.
0: Yeah, you know, so yeah, exactly. Um, so I I would circling back to your mentors I just assume that they have no product out this year I mean that they have no ceased?
3: they they retired and so everybody that's been calling them Sylvia gives me a text or wow. calls me up and says hey you need to call Valentina mm-hmm. or you need to call Gerard or whatever yeah. you know some guy who you know in in Brooklyn or in San Francisco or Las Vegas you know these folks are and they're all most of them are all Russian yep. you know but that's what they've Marketed to you know so, and they knew those folks you know so, and so that that's what we've been doing you know and just give them a call back and and it's like you know in our business it's so tight knit you know we'll ship them the product and they'll send us a check that's how it goes you know and, and, and we won't do that everybody but no, those folks we'll yeah, do that. yeah and so.
0: and again. Us growing up here in a small town, I mean, we've done stuff like that all of our lives. I mean, it it gets tougher and tougher to do, um, but, you know, you know somebody or you knew their folks or, you know, their uncle or something, you know, you're more apt to give them a handshake and, you know, take their word on it and um, because to a lot of people. Uh, their name and reputation means more than, you know, any type of money sure. or, you know, anything like that. Sure.
3: So. Yeah, and that's the fellow from Seattle, you know, we're we're visiting. He's he's called me a few times since just to see how things are going and we'd talk and talk and he's got, you know, thirty years experience too and he said, I'll tell you what, Joe, you're way too easy with me. I said, What do you mean? I said, Well you shipped me nine pounds and I and you just said, Send me a check and I'm like, Well, I know you. I mean, I feel like I know you. Right. I mean, you've been in the business for this many years. And <laughs> you're not going you're anywhere. A, you know. You know yeah. You know, he's difference. not getting nine more pounds. If he doesn't exactly. <laughs> well, that's for sure. That's
0: for sure. That's the other way to look but at then, it. Too. You know.
3: And then he told me. He goes, I know. I know this fellow. And I said, Oh, I know him because he, he's another fellow on the East Coast that I've dealt with. And he, he used him for a reference. And I'm like, I don't need a reference. Just you know. And things just happen. You know, like that. And he, he said, In this business, we we're, we're all really close. We know everybody. And he says, but with your individuals, watch it. You yeah, know? So, yeah, yeah. So I told him, I said, I only am selling, you know, on the check method to people that Sylvia has, yeah, has given me. Kind of val- so, validated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and it
0: is. It's kind of a niche industry, you yeah, know, um, yeah, yeah. just for if any no other reason than. The availability of the product that's needed. I mean, you can't just get it anywhere. Right, right, um, right. So I would also presume that uh, Sylvia and uh, what was his name Barry, 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 were uh, they approved of your product? I mean,
3: oh, that well, they 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 made sure we were doing it correctly. And, okay, uh, yeah, they they wouldn't let us go on our own unless they were. And they wouldn't tell their customers about us unless they were very satisfied with how we were processing. So, and we've you know we've been inspected by the county, the state, and we're registered with the FDA. So really, yeah, we've got all the bells and whistles, you know, and everything. So, uh, you know, functioning and and uh, very well, good good HACET plan, you know, and everything. So, Great. So, Joe, you guys get a lot of your product from. I know you said
1: in the years past you have done some fishing and and maybe sold some of that mm-hmm. to. Uh, the the the, the, the chisel yeah, chisms. The chisms. yeah. Uh-huh. so yeah. It, what's the you're getting a lot of the eggs from from fishermen stuff and what's kind of the basic process of caviar
3: is it, it it's it's obviously the eggs yeah um, yeah yeah you get the eggs and you you know you pick through them inspect them uh, you do a little bit of a rinse and you add some salt and you do some other things yeah you won't tell yeah but that's you, really the basic I, thing just, it, that's really the, the, yeah the basics is rinsing it and making sure that everything's clean and then rinsing it um salting it curing it and there's some little things in there but right but, uh, yeah, yeah, packaging yeah packaging Yeah, that's it yeah i kind of knew what it was but i just didn't know if there was it's it's a fairly simple process but, but it's all in the details. It's I all mean. in the details, exactly. Yeah. And there's some details that, that uh, the Chisholm's have taught us that those are the things that make us different. Because, you know, everybody's kind of doing it the same way, but we have a certain way that puts ours above everybody else's, it It's, it's
1: like. kind of like the Bush Beans. Beautiful uh, uh, bean Beautiful bean footage. Beautiful bean yeah. footage <laughs> yes. you know? I mean, the, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. Uh, family recipe. You know? sure, you don't, sure. Uh,
3: sure. And every processor will tell you the same thing. I mean, I know we've got some stiff competition down in in Kentucky and 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 that, and uh, we we know who they are, you know, and they're they have good stuff, you know. I don't know who they're selling to, and we don't know they don't know who we're selling to, you know. But they've they've evidently got good product too. So, um, have you had a chance to try any of that? No, I've thought about buying some from them and checking yeah. it out, you know. So, but I know another. Uh, I know another processor that's the one that sold to the folks out in San Francisco that I bought from, and I'm like, and he's supposed to have really good stuff, and I'm like, hmm. That's wow. good stuff, huh? Wow. <laughs> you know, so we'll see. But About but t- there's
0: nothing wrong with that. You know, some people yeah. say, oh, you know, competition is bad. Well, competition is a great thing. It, yeah. it keeps you on your yeah. toes. It keeps you wanting to get better. Or if you've attained a certain status, to hold that and not to sit on your thumbs right. or to start, you know, to get a little lax and cut some corners. I mean, right. you've but got to stay a, on top of your game. That's exa- I,
1: oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, go I'm ahead. a firm believer. In, I mean, I, I, I love competition. I welcome the competition. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that keeps you guys – yeah. Kicking out a good product. Yeah. And,
3: and and that's one thing that the five of us have, have vowed to never cut corners. So we're going to do it the same way every time, no matter if we're up till midnight or yep. whatever, you know, so, cause you know, we're working in the evenings most of the time. So, um,
0: and I can only imagine how that can be. I mean, you know, we've got this podcast going, we try to get together once a week with the three of us and it's, it's about like herding cats trying to get the <laughs> three of us together. And, you know, and then here we are tonight and I show up and, uh, you know, we gave you a little grief because you forgot to bring caviar for us to try, but I forgot to bring the dang computer that we <laughs> well, recorded this the thing on. I had the computer. So, so <laughs> Joe did save the day and, and had his computer, and we were able to, to get the software we needed and at least get this thing recorded. But
3: Yeah, if you have seen us in the first couple of weeks, you would have thought, well, I'm going to give this about another week because it was, <laughs> it was a tense, some tense moments. Yeah. But, uh, you know.
0: But, you know, like us with this podcast, we, we're we looking big picture. We're in this for the long haul. This isn't something that, you know, we're just right. going to do for a short time and just give up on it. Right. Um, even though there are times where it's it's harder than what you a guy would think. I mean, a guy sure. wouldn't think it's too much work to sit down and, and record an hour-long podcast. But – you know, we're all busy. We all have families and careers and jobs and hobbies. You know, yeah. Um, but we put uh, out
3: a quality product. I've listened to several of them and uh, very nice. You so. know, and
0: and and we'll get better as as time goes on. Lord um, knows
3: we don't run out of things to talk about. No, we
0: we're we're pretty
3: long winded <laughs> with Louie, but he's not here. Yeah, right. well, I
1: mean he's. I mean Mike over here he keeps us going.
3: So I mean yeah. Yeah. Can, I
0: try to keep the conversation going, and I just I love talking hunting
3: the outdoors, even this caviar. I just. Oh. I'll tell you, your so, passion for for hunting has been inspirational. On the postings that you yeah. have and the things you've been doing, it's really incredible. It
0: is, and it's truly just yeah. a passion, you yeah. know. That uh, I've always kind of had in me, never had the opportunity to kind of get out and explore it and to to better it. Um, and now that I have, I mean, I just I'm hooked. I mean, yeah,
3: to see a guy just embrace it yeah it's, it's really awe-inspiring you, you know, know and, so. and, and i
0: hope that it sticks with me for the rest of my life but who knows i mean uh, 10 years ago i wanted to do nothing more than boat you know recreational sure. boat on the mississippi river but that was a different point in my life i still wanted to hunt at that time but i was more interested in going out and having a few drinks and sure. you know hanging out with friends everybody
3: and goes through phases we do you know, we so.
0: do and uh, you know and, and now having a, a farm owning a farm it's there's more of a Uh, an investment aspect in it as well um, but also getting to have some hobby return of it um, getting to raise my kids on it is a a huge thing sure Um, and with you know with my line of work being so high stress sometimes it is so uh, enjoying to just get out, sit in a tree or sit in a blind and just get away from everything. Right, um, right. But then, you know, I also like to eat. And so, you know, my freezer is loaded full of backstraps and loins and um, good food. You know, yeah. I've got what, some thawing out right now actually to eat tomorrow.
1: What uh, what night are you bringing backstraps down?
0: Well, and, and I, I do, I want to try some. I just needed to get with Louie to uh, to see if we can use the Traeger one night to, to cook some of the stuff up. And Let's have some uh caviar i'm sorry some uh uh, deer loin
2: smothered in caviar
0: well i I think they could be a good compliment i mean we will we'll have joe back out here uh we'll try some product and you know we'll do it. we'll cook up some stuff uh we've talked about doing that you know now that the winter's coming along maybe a a sunday afternoon or something and uh, make it an afternoon of trying some different dishes and um
1: just text joe reminding to bring the caviar yeah Yeah, no doubt yeah (laughs)
0: um so so with the caviar i mean. When you look at Hollywood or mainstream media or what's the there's a country song, uh, Champagne and Caviar and R. C. Cola and um, lifestyles of the not so rich and famous. You know, you talk about can't champagne and caviar. So is caviar something that uh is paired with a drink or with a, a champagne or a wine or a beer or.
3: You know, it can go with a lot of things from what I see, you know, um, a lot of times it's champagne, you know, that's kind of the stick, you know, the yeah. stigma, I guess. And but, you know, wine, uh, it can go with anything beer, you know, it just depends, you know, what your palate is, you know, e- people aren't going to. Take something and drink it that they don't like, right? You know, and they're not going to eat something they don't like. Either. I didn't know if you
0: had tried it with, you know, champagne or uh, you know,
3: vodka, a little whatever, vodka. A little vo- you know, the traditional Russian way is a the, dollop of caviar and a shot of vodka. That makes perfect know. sense. Okay. Very good. I, vodka. I was
1: going to ask what the best
3: way. I mean, for those, I, I'm
1: I've never tried it before, and probably a lot of the people, you know, not knowing what it is. What's the best way to?
3: Well, is it just? You know, that's a that's a good question, Tyler. Best um, way to eat it or I mean, that's You know, I myself I like to try it I like to eat it just by itself, you know, so I don't get anything masking the flavor. I want to feel that, I want to taste that flavor and get what it is. Yeah. A lot of people eat it on what they call a blini, which is like a mini pancake mm-hmm. with some crème fraîche, which is like kind of a sour cream thing and they put the dollop of caviar on there. To me, it's, it's good that way. I mean, it tastes great. It's a little, nice little appetizer, but it kind of masks the taste. Um, I've seen people that have eaten it just on like a Pringles potato chip. And they love it that way. Wow. You know, the potato chip. and it's Just, kind just of probably like, the salt and the yeah, the texture you know,
0: maybe. Yeah, so yeah. when you're eating it fresh, um, you know, I've kind of watched it when you've done it. I mean, are you doing it just kind of like on the, the side of your hand? You can do it that way. Just kind of like, like you do with
3: salt, taking a shot sure, of vodka or sure. tequila or something, you know. Sure, or you can take the little mother of pearl spoon. Yep. They just, you know, they recommend you don't use a metal spoon because it could impart some sort of a... You know, different taste to it. But, right. So they'd say, mother of pearl spoon, a plastic spoon works yeah. fine. You know, you don't have to be hoity toity. Right. I mean. Yeah. I, I, I might know. have
2: I might have missed it, Joe. But did we paint a good picture of what it actually looks like? Do people, you know, no, I people might did. not know it's like little tiny tiny black or dark glass beads. You right. can,
3: you so can, so they're it, dark bead. They're dark. Ours okay. is really black. Yeah. And that's the black caviar is what the folks are really after as far as when we've talked with our customers and they call me the first time they're like okay what kind of caviar have you got and i say, well hackleback and is that the black caviar and they're usually russian uh accent, oh yeah accent yeah, you yeah. know <laughs> is that the black caviar and i'm like yeah that's the black you know well we don't want the paddlefish i'm like no no it's not that it's hackleback so, so nothing wrong with paddlefish but so they're they're wanting that black caviar so and that's what we have
2: and in layman's terms it's fish eggs
3: it's really yeah, fish yeah, eggs sturgeon. roe, yeah yeah. Uh-huh, yeah exactly to begin with, yeah. but then we process it into caviar. So sure, yeah. it can't be called caviar until it's really processed.
0: So, so. when it when it the, the eggs when they they are harvested from the fish, they're not black at that point, are
1: they? Yeah. Well, oh, they, for they are. The most okay. part. Okay. For the most part, I, I've they're, always thought of fish eggs as being yellow. So did I. I, I yeah. mean, my my I, days lot, of fishing out of the river and you know catfish or bass or
3: I mean, I'm thinking
1: a in lot. my mind. I guess until Louie asked the question, I'm sitting here thinking about. You know, yellow yellow yeah. fish eggs. At it, yeah. A lot yeah. of
3: fish are are yellow, but sturgeon or hackleback is pretty well black. They might have a little gray to them, you know. Okay. Um, a paddlefish is a little bigger egg. It's a little more gray, a little mm-hmm. brownish maybe. But sturgeon or hackleback is uh, our our sturgeon is uh, pretty well black. Wow. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yep. It was very the the stuff I had was very black. And oh yeah, it it's black as quite tasty. black as
3: night and when we process it that's one of the things we look for is to make sure that it's look you can almost see yourself in those eggs wow that's the cleanness and the the purity that we were looking very for shiny right yeah very shiny yeah
0: so and i i don't know if it's something you want to talk about or can not talk about but like the the timeline i mean when it comes from uh you know the fish being caught you know from a fisherman to the time that it's caviar i mean is it a long period of time no
3: no we're within a day no kidding the fisherman's gonna catch it um if he catches it and you know it's in the evening later we may hold it till the next morning but we're gonna process it as quick as possible wow so So usually within
0: 24 hours you've got the product oh yeah done
3: yeah within 20 if it's past that we're not gonna do it wow we're gonna scrap it you know so we're we're basically within twelve hours, really. I mean, Fantastic. if we bring it in late at night, we're going to go first thing in the morning. It's going to be in the process state, and then we're going to be in our cure state after that for a specified amount of time. So <laughs> I mean, it, it, how,
1: so Joe, how much? Uh, so I know we were talking before we started here a slot limit, and I'm not going to. I don't remember the exact slot limit but I don't it's, I,
3: it's 24 we we were usually working on the 24 inch end of it in our pool Yes uh, So 24
0: is the minimum Yeah the
3: minimum uh the the, thir- the upper limit's like 30 I think 3 or 4 or something like that maybe 35 but we never get close to that so Check your rules and regulations for exactly. You know, fishing, yeah, yeah. exactly this here
1: but but so you're in that 24 to 27 28 Yeah, 28 inch. yeah 28's it, a big fish for us okay. down in our pool yeah So on on one fish how many or how, how much, much caviar how much? would you actually get out of one fish? <laughs> you
3: know, a rule of thumb for us is probably a third of a pound, maybe, something like that. Okay. You know? Um and that's probably after you get that you're gonna screen it and maybe that's gonna be a little lower, you know. So So
1: you may actually wind up with a quarter pound of product. Yeah, a quarter like, to a third, yeah. A third right in somewhere there. in the ballpark. Yeah. I, and had no, i didn't know I didn't know how yeah. much
3: how many eggs would be in one i guess i and just I, figured
0: it'd be much more th- i don't know why i guess when i start thinking about it you know it's probably not a real dense uh a real dense product
3: see, yeah and if you get a bigger fish you might get a half pound you know out of one fish or something like that or a fish that might be really laden with eggs you know but
1: uh i figured it would have been less actually oh, really? i don't yeah, i just yeah. think of you, th- you
3: see eggs and doesn't look like it really has much it's just got a little egg
2: it. little egg sac in it
3: they, they have a yeah an egg sac exactly yeah. so you uh you just kind of clean that out and put it into a you know screen it because they're going to have the, the what we call it placenta i sure. guess or whatever around it and the, there's some fatty stuff in there you want to screen all that out so we screen that out and that's uh, sure. another little kind of a priority
2: thing but, but if you look at but, if you look at the price per pound that it's selling for at the retail level and then the you know if you're getting a quarter pound for fish i mean it it's motivation to go out there and try to yeah, get yeah, some
3: definitely definitely yeah yeah but that's right you know we're looking for fishermen and uh you know we've got several that we work with but we could always use more you know sure
2: so the market fluctuates just like a just like a commodity a or, yeah
3: it's exactly. a commodity you it know? does uh, yeah and that's a, that was another one of our big things where we were getting ready to start this first season what do we pay the fishermen so we're calling our bu- the buyers yeah we got these buyers and Well, you know, we don't know what we're gonna be paying yet. So we don't know what they're gonna pay. We don't you know, it's one of those things. So we get down to it and we're like, you know what? Let's just go with this number and we go with this number. And pretty soon we we tell the the buyer this is what we're we're wanting. Okay. Well, we were trying to get more but he talked us down a little bit. Uh And we're like, "Well, We'll go with that, you know, but he wants, you know, this many pounds, so we're like, Okay, we'll go with that. And then turns out that the other market the other the other competitors of ours right at the same level really yeah so we guessed it just right and we're like that was beginner's luck you know but yeah <laughs> hey, so, sometimes you need that yeah you know? so in the recent you know since the fishing has uh, tailed off we've been uh you know offering more to our fishermen just to try and entice them to go out and fish because the weather's been bad and such now this week coming up so it's really nice so we're open for a nice week you know awesome. so we'll see but, so
0: I would be curious, you know. Again, we want to have you, have you on again, but I would like to maybe come by and just see some of your operation at some point, just to get a better visual of some of the things. I mean, I don't need to see some of the trade secret type stuff, but just I'm, no,
3: having, I'm, a hard, sure. I'm well, having a hard I'm having a hard
0: time just putting it in my head of kind of what all goes on or what it looks like. And, no,
3: yeah, you're, you're welcome you know, to stop down. We have a nice little plant down there. I don't know what to call it a plant, but we have a plant yeah, down a there little, in Warsaw, a little place right to do it. And, yep.
0: um, so that's what I would be interested to see. And then just kind of brings a little more of a perspective, I guess, you know, we'll have you back on. And, and I think when we do have you back on, I want to try, you know, maybe we'll get some of the accessories to go along with it, you know, try a couple.
3: Oh, sure. Yeah, You know, I'm
1: thinking if we go down there and, and check this place out, it'd be good good time to follow up on a podcast and we'll be able to taste it. Yeah, yeah, taste sure, it. Yeah, yeah.
3: It would be nice to taste it. Huh? Yeah, um, Louis didn't tell me about that. Yeah, like.
2: we yeah we both kind of dropped the ball. Uh, I should no, have. No, I should have known. Well, Mike uh, forgot the computers. Yeah, time. no. So, it, <laughs> well, it is a kind of an upper class thing, and these two over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, it's not. Like, oh, we want we want
3: everybody to enjoy right. caviar. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And
0: so, so that's what I was thinking. You know, I thought, you know, we come back and and have another follow up episode and. Um, do some cooking, and you know we'll yeah. do some turkey and some deer and whatever else we can find in the freezers and
2: that would some be squirrel. Awesome. Hopefully, what's, and what's
0: going? What's the price of a one ounce
2: tin or one and a half? Well,
3: we're retailing uh, one ounce tin for thirty dollars and one and a half for forty five. Wow. Um, so you know that's how. Then no shipping. That's tax sure. included. So wow! We're, and we're doing local delivery. You know, within reason. You know that kind of thing. So sure. uh, we can ship it anywhere, but you know, shipping does become. Prohib not prohibitive but it's pretty well on a you
0: know? on a one ounce tin you know i mean yeah. if somebody wanted to buy you know a bulk amount you know maybe yeah. uh their family loves it but they live in you know northern michigan uh you know you start maybe buy a pound of it or something you know yeah,
3: and, it, and truthfully that's the thing i mean whether it's one ounce or a pound the shipping is really going to be the same very close darn, darn near yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so and know.
0: what's the one pound price
3: uh we right will sell a one pound container for three hundred dollars okay yeah, yeah. So. Which is um, a lot of caviar. That's a, that's lot, a lot of caviar. Yeah. I mean, that would be for a wedding reception or sure. something like that. You sure. Know? Sure. So
1: so you're saying don't make it a meal.
3: You can. You would know, we would ent- <laughs> encourage that. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eat it every night. Yeah. We, we want to push this product. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and, and I think – I don't think we really talked about this on the air, but we were talking about it a little bit before we got recording. And, you know, there are a lot of benefits. And, you know, the, it's not just a, a delicacy that uh, – is just going to make you, you know, fat and your cholesterol go up or, you know, something like that, that it's something that you can enjoy and not have to get too worried about the, the health side effects of it.
3: No, that is correct. And I, I wish I had studied that more on because there's, a, there's a, a, a blurb about yeah. all the different things that it's good for. One of our potential customers has that on their website and uh there are it's almost like a superfood right all the different benefits that you get out of caviar so and i think you know that, it that goes with a lot
0: it. of fish in general too that people don't realize sure. just how good the fish can be and sure and again so that's something on our next episode we'll try to bring even more information about I'll bring some notes <laughs> yeah yeah and, and and i'll do a little bit more research i mean i'll be honest with you this podcast was kind of thrown together at the last minute we knew that we wanted to have joe on uh, we just didn't realize we were going to record it tonight mm-hmm. um but uh our, the schedule's all kind of worked out and uh, we wanted to get together and get something recorded. But um, this gives us a very good idea of kind of a caviar 101. Uh, maybe when we do a next episode, we'll do a, a little bit of follow-up. And like I said, I, I'm i just curious to, to try it uh, with other foods and drinks. You know, maybe I'll go get some $2 champagne or something and um, just to, to see. I mean, I don't know. I'm just so curious about it. And, again, to know that it come out of that mighty Mississippi River that I've spent my whole life, you know, within a half mile from um, – that's that's what I'm the most excited about.
3: And that's one of the things that we always, we kind of always talk about, who would have known right here that's what's going on. And these folks have been doing it for, you know, 20, 20 years. Well, I knew, you know, yeah.
0: growing up years there was always people that come up to to mm-hmm. get the hackle back. Um, for for the caviar purposes. And um, as we've talked about, I mean, I remember growing up and a, a local guy or local guys would smoke it um, and we could buy it. I don't remember how much. It, it was cheap, you know, a couple dollars a fish, three or four dollars a fish, maybe nice size. And, and I just remember, you know, having it in the fridge. And of course, it, it smelled like smoked fish, but you come home and you just... Get inside that skin and just grab a handful of it off, and oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, man, it's hard to beat. Yeah, it's um, very good. And and you know, I think we've kind of you kind of talked about it a little bit off the air. You've messed around and you know tried some different dips and stuff like that. I mean, oh, yeah. um, so I, I think it brings good notice to another resource that our river right here can can provide. Um, that a lot of people don't ever try, and some of them probably because they don't have the opportunity and others because they have no desire. But I think if people gave some of this stuff a little bit more of a shot, that they might be uh, blown away by what's out there.
3: I think they would be, especially smoke tackle back dip. It's awesome. Yeah, tell you. so put that on a cracker around the holiday season, and you'll be amazed. Yeah,
0: so that's that's something you know. Maybe we'll, we'll try to plan this a little bit better. Maybe we can get some some of the hackleback and try to smoke some up before we do this next recording and have some hackleback fish and some of the caviar and you know all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff and and give a good review on on. You all guys give me
3: an honest review and let us know what you think. And I, and I surely website. will.
0: You know, if it's something like, yeah, it's not yeah, for me, I'll exactly. let you know. But, exactly. um, I'm part of part of me hopes that it is for me, but uh, my checking account says I hope it's not because you know, I, I, if it's I may I may be a number one customer, you know, um, but uh, I am I'm excited to, to try it. Um, you guys have any other questions for Joe while we're here tonight or?
2: Man, Joe did a wonderful job of touching on a lot
1: of different stuff.
0: Yeah, especially, I mean, last minute, like I said, we didn't give you much time to prepare. And um, but Well, this, I appreciate you having me on. Th- yeah, yeah, this is just on. a
1: – It's one of those things yeah. I think a lot of people probably don't know what it is. I mm-hmm. mean, I first I knew of it was on Facebook. I saw it one day. Yep. And sure. So, I think it's something that's really going to take off for you guys and be successful. And You've know, you got know. a good
0: start, you know. Um the, usually that first year is the toughest for any business. I mean, you're a smart man; you know that type of stuff. Uh, you get through this first year. I mean, as uh, long as you just keep working, I think. It well, we can, got
3: five guys that are dedicated to making it work and providing a quality product to everybody. That's that. We're not going to put our name on it if it's not good. So yep. that's our big thing, and we started we started it that way from the beginning. So. And
0: that's what a lot of people need to realize when you start dealing with small town companies and businesses. Um, Our names mean a lot to us. Our reputations, as I said earlier in the podcast, um, it's not just the bottom line. And I think sometimes you get into more corporate America where there are no names and faces with things. It's just bottom lines and numbers.
3: Yeah, and I'll tell you about the caviar industry as a whole. Everybody I have dealt with is the same. And they're New York City, Seattle, San Francisco, New Orleans. They're all the same they're the same way as us. They don't want to put their name on something that isn't yep. good, you know. So, sure, uh,
0: because a lot of them have reputations that they built up for a long time, and no doubt, you know, it, it takes a lot of years to build a name up, and you know, to take a, just one day, you can ruin sure. everything, you know. Sure.
3: Um, yeah, it. they vetted us big time before they bought. Good, and us, that's that's know? what you would hope, you <laughs> yeah, know. You would exactly. hope that would happen. And, and we were, I expected it, so yep. we were ready with all the things we needed to provide them, and that was the only thing we were, didn't know about was how are they going to receive our product. Yep. and it's been. Ex- We were ecstatic with the results we've gotten. I'm sure there's a high
2: standard of sanitation and the way way things have to be cleaned and prepared. Yeah, we've got uh, health departments probably. You know, yeah,
3: Joe
0: said the county and state and you know everything's food checked you out and. Um, so, yeah, you're doing it right, and obviously the product is speaking for itself, and I think will continue to speak for itself. And um.
2: So if you're looking on a menu, would it be under the appetizer, or would they try to incorporate it into the main dish maybe as a
3: – It depends on the restaurant, yeah. A yeah. lot of them have it as an appetizer, I think, but uh, I think some of them list listed with the drinks. Sure, yeah you know? and then, yep. and then some do incorporate it as part of their menu just as an item you know, I don't know caviar infused whatever sure. you know, that kind of thing
0: but. and and one other question that I had is, are there any other like variations of it i mean any like would you do like a hot sauce flavored caviar I mean or is it just it's,
3: it's interesting to ask uh there's a company in New Orleans called Cajun caviar uh-huh. And, uh, they deal with, uh, bowfin caviar and paddlefish caviar and they call it, and it's spiced. Okay. So it's, and to, to tell you a little bit more about that company, the owner of it is three women. The owners are three women, Emeril Lagasse's wife and two chefs. Oh, wow. And, you know, I of course saw those guys and I looked at their website and they did not offer hackleback. Uh They had paddlefish and bowfin, which is a lower price point, you know? So I, uh you know got in touch with them and i'm talking to uh amy uh oh wilson's or amy wilson anyway uh so i said would you, you know be interested in trying she'd love to try it so i sent her down some samples never heard anything for you know again three or four or five days whatever finally she says joe i got a chance to try your caviar delicious wow send me your prices how much you got and we, we want to evaluate or we want to put it on our product list so, I sent her prices and all that, and I haven't really heard anything back yet. Right. <laughs> but she loved our caviar. Yep. You know, but they're they're looking at putting their stuff in supermarkets down there. And oh. It's a, and it's a, you know, kicked up caviar kind of. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but uh, so we'd be interested in doing business with them for sure because to have something with Emerald Glossy's wife would be awesome. Yeah, you know, I mean, because so. again, <laughs> but they're
0: not going to put their names on something that they no don't doubt. believe yeah, in. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I just figured, you know, maybe there was some other variation. There are. Um, yeah. So,
3: that's one of them. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we, we're not to that point where we're play with that yet right but maybe someday you know yeah
0: so. you know you, you get to a point where you're thinking all right well wh- what's next you know innovation is is a, is a great thing yeah um
3: and i've heard of smoked caviar too no uh, kidding you know, that's uh kind of a niche little thing that i think a couple places have tried i don't know how how much it's been successful right but, uh, i've seen that on there so
0: well you know and i think once you get this thing really up and going and it, it gives you more time to try some of these other things and sure. um, just for yourself so you know sure. kind of what it's like but uh
3: yeah we don't want to waste any but then again we're not a we're not opposed to sending samples to anybody, yeah. you know, and you know, and uh, trying some different things. like
0: Yeah, because um, I, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of products in this world that you know, if no one would have tried something different, that we would have never had today. You know,
3: who would have uh, thought about eating fish eggs? Exactly. <laughs> you know? I mean so. that that's that's
0: a a true statement right yeah. there. Um, but a lot of people do, so. Well, I, I think that'll probably wrap it up for uh, tonight's episode. Um, again, Joe, thanks for coming by. Thank you, um, Mike. You know, I, I just feel so much more educated on the, on the subject now, yes. but I, I, I've i got a desire to learn a little bit more. You know, like I said, I want to come down and see kind of what you're doing and um, see it firsthand, um, and then I'll be excited to, to try it. And, um, you know, I'm going to do a little research on ways people eat it, and um, we'll kind of do it upright next time we meet up. But Sure. Yeah. Um, Best of luck to all you guys. I mean, I, I have no doubt you will be successful. Well, thanks, um, Mike. It's hard work, and um, dedication is all that it takes, and uh, the rest will work out, you know, itself. Appreciate, so, it. Appreciate um, it. Tyler, Louie, any final thoughts before we wrap things up here? It's just another fine example of what outdoorsmen
2: can bring to – It's exactly uh, right, you know. Somebody in New York City sitting in a restaurant. That's right, oh. and it starts with
3: the fishermen. That's right. Yeah, I mean, those guys are our our – You know, life's blood. Yes. And
0: and I I think, too, you know, before we get off here, we need to make notice that all five of you guys are all – Hunters, fishermen, you know, outdoors. Yeah, type you know what? We
3: haven't been able to duck hunt or deer hunt near as much this yeah, year. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah.
3: um, but
0: Check, so they're checking bank poles or they're,
2: we've are they're been doing bank
3: poles for catfish. Yeah. We're caviar. Yeah.
0: So that's, that's the other thing that I think people need to realize about a product like this that you guys just aren't some suits with, uh, you know, with a line of credit at a bank that's saying, hey, we're going to try to find a way to make some money. You are homegrown guys that love the outdoors, love the river, um, and are just trying to continue on providing a, a homegrown product that uh, you know a lot of people around the country and the world you know can potentially enjoy. So,
3: yeah, we're happy to put the Warsaw name on it. Yeah, so that that stamps it as ours, you know. So yep. Kind of.
0: And I, you know, I I still have some pride. I don't live in Warsaw anymore, you know, but I still have pride in my hometown. And you see great things coming out of it, like we've talked about with really? the Warsaw Lions and um, the, the stuff that you guys do with that. And Joe's a big part of that as well. Sure. Um, so, uh, Warsaw is, you know, the, the population may be declining a little bit. I just went down there today, and I seen the, the sign 1,600 people. And I remember, you know, 20 years ago, one, we had one sign that said 1,800, another sign that said 1,700, you know. So, right. we're down to 1,600. So, we're kind of going the wrong way, which so goes, you know, small town Midwest USA.
3: That's I that was telling the fellow from Seattle. I said, well, we're from a small town. He goes, how small? I said, oh, about 1,600. And I could forget what he said. Well, I'm like 3.6 million. So, Unbelievable. He you know, goes, but I'll tell you what, you got good product and uh, we can move it, you know? Yeah.
0: So, so that, that's that's all that matters right there. Yeah. And, Um, All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to wrap things up here today. We do appreciate all you guys listening. Um, Again, as I said earlier in the episode, we've got some big plans with uh, some bigger names in the outdoor industry that um, are interested in coming along and uh, uh, sharing some time with us. So we're excited to bring that to you. We do have another month of deer season left, another month of uh, bow season anyways. So we've got a little bit of hunting yet to do that uh, uh, will wrap up 2018 season I am gonna go out tomorrow and uh, get uh, my squirrel gun sided in, and squirrel maybe land. yep, maybe get squirrel some squirrel land. <laughs> yeah, maybe get some squirrel land time yeah. uh, coming up soon. Um, but, but I still want to get out and get a couple, you know, at least one more doe uh, chase after a little bit. I'm, I'm kind of missing it, you know, and I know that it's gonna be a long, uh, a long nine months once the season ends. So. Um, So, yeah, so that's going to wrap things up. Again, check us out on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Deerland Podcast. You can just check us out on our website, deerlandpodcast.com. Please share us to all your friends, like, comment, subscribe. Help us get the word out on this program. Again, we're trying to make it better each week. Uh, We hope that you are enjoying it, and we'll hope to see you next time.